0: Welcome to the Truth to Power podcast. This is Curious G. We have an episode today that's going to look at food mm. and food insecurities. The song that we dropped this week was, well, last week was for the table, which deals with food insecurities. So I'm. This is the intro. <laughs> We're going to multitask today because everybody's schedule is crazy. So I got my man, Ace Cannon. Ooh. <laughs> in the building we're just gonna fit y'all in real quick thank you so at the same time i told y'all what's up he knows what's up um so food 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 so this is an interesting song for the table i actually wrote not this past thanksgiving but the thanksgiving before and uh it was my first thanksgiving back in the state of washington my wife at the time was in montreal and my friend that I just had only gotten to know recently, um, invited me over to his house for Thanksgiving. And I was incredibly grateful and food was on my mind all day. So I wrote this song for the table on Thanksgiving and this was no planning on my part whatsoever, but here we are on Valentine's day, another uh-huh. holiday. And, and this topic is hitting the podcast. There's just something special about the song, man, for the table. Um, And I'll say this, I'm not going to talk too much about the song, but in the song, I say something that I believe philosophically. Everything we do in this life is for the table. Everything. Because it sustains our life, you know? Um, No matter how much money you have, you can't get more full than full. True. You know? So uh, what do you think about food and food insecurity and where we are in the nation and the world today with food?
1: Well, I like food. (laughs) I like to eat. You know, it's just a really interesting time right now because of the consistent scarcity of particulars. Mm. You know, uh, recently it's been eggflation, as I heard it be called, where there was just no eggs, which is weird. You know, it's especially growing up, never having these things happen. You're starting to see it happen a little more often. And, you know, the first round was, I mean, the first thing that I thought about things running out was toilet paper. You know, that was the first thing after COVID, it was toilet paper, which was funny to me. But um <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely something that is weird because, you know, you would think it was like a basic necessity, like a basic need for a first world country for them to be everyone to be able to eat. First world country? What are we talking about? No, we're talking about um, not the America. Oh, well, I was going to say, are we yeah. talking about America being no, a first are. world? Well,
0: we, I mean, that's... We, I mean, I got I, comments. I'll come back to that. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, we, we, I we definitely my, are.
0: our my I mean, and a bunch. Yeah, right? I mean,
1: it's... I mean, well, yeah, that's another conversation. We definitely are supposedly <laughs> a first world country. What does a first
0: world country mean?
1: I mean, I think it's someone that definitely has all the... Necessities and like- accessibility accessibility to your basic needs hmm. you know I mean it's there on the forefront, it's minor on the real front, but yeah, I just uh it's something I never really think about because I'm never wondering what my next meal is like some other people you know i I go out to eat more than I probably should. And I even have money to tip well. Mm. So, and that is not normal on a lot of levels. And I definitely know I live in a bubble that's my own. You know, I go to the, when I go to a restaurant, I don't look at prices. I look at what I want to eat. And that's the difference between a lot. It's power. Yes. And I've been thinking about what you said and it is power. Fucking A. Yeah. Throwback. I was wrong. Um, yeah. Hey, you know what? You don't
0: ever have to necessarily admit that you're wrong. You could say I'm less right than you are. Eh. That's what I like. No. <laughs> I was,
1: well, hey, man. No, no, no. See, I like that because then I know. I know. Uh-huh. I was like, no, man, I was wrong. I guess it was I, I didn't like the word at first, but then I realized how much power I have.
0: No, that that was a, that was just a joke for oh, me. My uh, my ex wife, she one time said that I would never admit that I'm wrong. I'm like fuck, we're arguing. What do you expect? We're taking contrary <laughs> positions. But you know, I I joked around with her and I said, you know, because I was wrong that time. And I joked around with her. I said, you know what? I'm less right than you are.
1: <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> it was, you know. But yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I just I don't think about it at all as often. Just like everything else, you don't you don't think about things that aren't like relevant or prevalent to you, and it should be. And it makes me sound very selfish that I don't think about those things because I know that there's starving people in the country. Mm. I know that people are barely surviving, scraping by. You know, I'm at a disadvantage advantage to where I don't have a family of my own, so I'm only thinking about myself. And you know, I eat fine. I'm comfortable enough in my life to where those things aren't, you know, I don't, I don't worry about bills. I don't worry about certain things because it's able to, I'm able to pay those things, you know, but if I would lose my job. I'm sure my, <laughs> my mind would change real quick about a lot of things. So maybe I should think about it. Hmm. I want
0: to circled back to something because you, you piqued my interest. I wasn't planning on going in this fucking direction. But you mentioned the third world country, first world, second world country type thing. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people don't understand what that is. And I think a lot of people have this misconception of what a third world country, uh, you know, means other than being poor. Like that's the only thing we think of, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So you don't really know where the third world country concept comes from.
1: I mean, you, you... I say no, and then you say something, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that. So maybe this is going to be one maybe of those Maybe this times. is one of those
0: things. Okay. So, so believe believe it or not, I wasn't even going in this direction, and I got notes somehow. Hmm. Why? Because I have shit that's on my mind, and when I fucking get into it, I take notes. This was one of the things that was on my mind. I asked myself the question, is America a third world country? The general definition of a third world country can be traced back to history of nations during the Cold War. Any country that positioned themselves as neutral during the Cold War. The positions were sided with either democracy on the world stage or communism. Now I'm asking the question, has we as a nation, have we become neutral? Because at one time you would think if if democracy and communism I I kind of think we're number one. <laughs> I don't know if Yeah, America, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. We're number one. Let's go. We're, so we're we we were number one because we were democracy and we were leading the world with democracy. And there was a bunch of countries that got behind us and said, all right, motherfuckers, we're going to follow you because they trusted us. And then there was Russia that got on number two, like a turd pushing the communism thing. And there was a whole bunch of motherfuckers that got behind them motherfuckers. Right. Mm -hmm. Then there was a whole bunch of motherfuckers that didn't want to get with nobody. Mm -hmm. And they started to suffer some repercussions economically because of that they weren't connected to the same economies that we as a democracy and the communists. which really it's all blending together now. But at at one time we had a direction that we were going, we were a leader in the world. And um, if you were with us, you were with us. If you weren't with us and you weren't with them, you were a third world country. But I'm starting to wonder, are we still the leaders? Are we, you know?
1: Well, Depends what you want to... I mean, it's like always, it depends what you're looking at, I guess. I mean, if if being the most powerful nation, you know, military-wise, is leading. I mean, we're definitely leading in American ideas around the world because we force you to do that. Or else, there's a book called The Economic Hitman. And it's really interesting to see what, you know, they're basically economic assassins Hmm. is what they'll go out. You know, all these power plants, all these power grids, all these dams, all these things that are in countries that necessarily can't afford it on the forefront. You know, they go down there and they bid for American companies to go out and build those things. And then when they don't have money, which is coincidentally, because we're so far in debt to China, but we'll just be like, well, then you're going to default on your loans. And when they do that, They don't necessarily have the money. So you say, well, why don't we just get your resources then? Or why don't we just get your UN vote then? And why don't you just kind of still, you know, we got you as long as you look out for our interests too. Mm. So, I mean, if like, that's where the the morality say kind of comes in because it's at what point do you let people be themselves and be free, but you're still not free. You know, you're still, I mean, like, yeah, you can pretend like, you know, like we say, land of the free, home of the brave, democracy, all these things. Yeah, but window dressing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still, as like so I always say, you can do whatever you want as long as you do what you're supposed to do.
0: You know what the difference between a rich fairy tale and a poor ta- fairy tale is? No. Rich fairy tale starts off like this. Once upon a time. Now, a poor fairy tale starts off like this. You ain't going to believe this shit. Oh, yeah.
1: I, mean, mm. I remember you saying that now. Yeah. Yeah. That's that hood yeah. tail, baby. Like that hood tail. I'm about
0: to tell y'all some, you ain't going to believe this shit. Kind you of ain't going to believe this shit, dog. So in the last six years, we have departed from the trade agreement.
1: Is that NAFTA? Or...
0: The trade agreement of uh, TPP. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. UNESCO, mm-hmm. which is United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. Also, the UN Human Rights Council, the Paris Agreement, and the World Health Organization, just to name a few. So, we are departing from the goddamn dance floor that we created. Yeah, so I don't know <laughs> if we are a number one anymore or number two. I think we've actually devolved into a third world country. And and actually, this ties right back into the food thing. If you look at food where we are today and in food insecurity, man, we're not doing so hot. Mm. Why? Third world countries have high poverty rates and lack of resources, right? Here in the United States... Prior to coronavirus, one in five children in the U.S. was dealing with hunger. Probably didn't get any better since coronavirus. Um, What's interesting is during the coronavirus epidemic, the administration at the time gave $1.4 billion to the Catholic Church in COVID relief fund. And I think around 41% of Americans... We're going to food banks that year. Hmm. 41%. So it increased by quite a bit, by the way, that year. Um, the food insecurity was incredible. So imagine what that money could have done that $1.4, $1.4 billion that was given to the Catholic Church for COVID relief fund. What the fuck did they do with it?
1: Probably bought a couple jets, <laughs> probably got a couple suits.
0: Well, they did get some suits taken care of. It helped them recover a lot of the money in those court cases yeah. for all those sexual scandals that they had. What? over fifteen hundred priests that had been charged over the years and not mm. one conviction. But they had to pay a few bucks. Yeah, that helped. That helps our tax dollars right in their fucking what? pockets. I thought I one point this... four billion dollars. Damn, that's the emphasis at that I'd be, boy. Oh, I do. I'm. I'm. I'm this is a very strong Pissed. subject. Oh, yeah, dude. Very strong How subject. many hungry motherfucking... I mean, before coronavirus, one in five children in school were hungry. And after? 20% of our kids? 20% of our kids in school hungry before coronavirus?
1: 34 percent
0: I don't know what it is. Well, now. I was I'm just guessing.
1: That. Well, what, Okay, so I got... If I got one, then... what? The argument that I hear a lot is... Yeah, but there's more obese people in America <laughs> than uh, anywhere. So it's just but that but what I'm saying is it's just like the king eating while the peasants suffer. That's how I see it. And it's like not to say like everyone who's just not everyone's a king, but it's just that's what I always think about when I see like that that statistics. I'm like saying, Oh, so a select few just take all the resources is what you're saying that's how I kind of look at it when I and that's, when that's I hear that. what
0: it is scarcity, man. If you want to create great wealth, you need some, to create scarcity.
1: Some people gotta suffer.
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta create some scarcity and let them fight it out. Increase the price. Of fucking th- look at the prices of stuff these days, dude. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. It, it is really crazy. Is. I spent. Let's see, nineteen dollars and all that. You want to hear what I got this morning? Mm. Okay, I'm I got curious. three yogurts. Okay. Okay, two energy drinks. A thing of cheese, like a packet of cheese and a packet of lunch meat.
0: Ooh, dude, that's a party right there. <laughs> well, it's, I've been on
1: this no carbs thing lately, so I've just been a lot of. I've been eating a lot of turkey and cheese for lunch, mm. trying not to just. I just like. Catch myself eating like a piece of cheese randomly all day. Uh,
0: carbs are so bad. It's not like they have fueled the humankind all these years. Oh, We've man. been eating carbs for generations and generations and fucking hundreds of years, and all of a sudden it's bad. Goddamn news for some reason.
1: Yeah, well, it's processed carbs. Mm. That's what it is. But if you just gonna have some nice loaf of bread and like homemade, probably all right. Less ingredients better for you. See, I don't think if- I don't <laughs> think if, you know.
0: I don't think if no, too many people know that much about food because there's so oh, much no. fucking wrong information. No. Everybody's
1: selling something. Bro, yes, because, okay, one, think about this in our lifetime. Eggs were bad for you. Meat was bad for you. Milk was bad for you. Oil is good for you. You know, fat is actually, you know, bad for you. No, not all fat is bad for you. You know, but it's just these stigmas that are constantly put into your head by advertising. Like they say the guy- What's the guy who made bacon? Like, I can't even remember his name, but his his nephew, oh no, his grandson started Netflix. I don't know why I know that, but probably some video.
0: Same dude that brought us bacon, brought us Netflix?
1: Nah, his grandson though. (laughs) No, but this was the whole thing. Same family. But the whole thing was he, and he also did the smoking thing. He was in person that, like smoking used to be good for you. Like it was, you know, I mean, there was a time, but it was breakfast. Okay, they needed to figure out how to, because bacon was never a breakfast item. Bacon was like an actual dinner item, and they needed to figure out how they could sell more bacon. So, he had this grand scheme to do this marketing campaign that like eggs and bacon, like no one ever ate that, but he did it. Mm. And now it's a common staple. I mean, bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs. Bro, I like bacon and eggs. It's bomb, but it's also like, you know, the bowl cereal. So, it is what it is. But I'm saying, but that's what it is. It's like if, if you keep, like, we're, we've been talking about this consistently on this podcast. If you hear, like, something long enough, you start to believe it. And you're saying, like, you know, if you hear, like, about these things, like, maybe there wasn't even a... So I'm getting really loud because I'm getting crazy, too. Like uh, I can see me spiking over there. I'll take a step back. Maybe there isn't even as, you know, things aren't as scarce as they want to say it is. But we're just realizing, we're recognizing things now that we can... Whoever is doing this can control so much. Like if, if you control, this is how, like the thing that's crazy about, like, if you control the money supply as well as the interest rate, you basically control the economy and the Fed does. Mm. You can just keep printing this fake money. It loses value and it's starting to fucking happen.
0: Everything in America is being devalued.
1: Devalued. Yeah. Except, but then but in turn, everything becomes more expensive because that's classic inflation. I mean, that's just the way it, it happens. And there's other factors that obviously go into it. They were supposed to pay back this relief fund of like $44 billion during these times to like try to subsidize it, but it ended up only being 16 billion. So there's still all, like, it's just, it's weird how it kind of works out. But, but yeah, man, it's just, it's just ridiculous. Like you don't, like, I just don't see the, the long-term gain from this. Like, but I think it is the two oceans and the military. It's like, go ahead and try. Mm. Go ahead and try. We can, we've been preaching patriotism for a long time. We can get some more people over there. Mm. So yeah. All right. That's but what
0: I, I, I think. Know. I think a lot of things comes right back to money again. Um, like if you even take the four food groups, right? Four food groups. You know where the fucking fourth food group came from, which was milk and eggs and all that shit or you dairy, know dairy, dairy, right? That shit didn't exist before.
1: Mm-hmm. You know where it came from? Well, I'm, I'm assuming the government. Well, kind of the roundabout way, fa- the, far- the, f-
0: the subsidies of things roundabout way. The 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 dairy farmers lobbied the government, yeah. basically gave them some bucks. I'm yeah. sure, you know. And all of a sudden, we get this food group, right? And now people are having all these problems with fucking dairy and shit, <laughs> lactose intolerant. Why? Because it's fucking cows' milk. We're human beings, you know. <laughs> like, is, we're, so we're given a lot of false information. Like the cigarettes being healthy, you know, we're given false information a lot of times because mm-hmm. they don't fucking know or they don't care. They're trying to sell something. Yeah. They're trying to sell cigarettes or try to sell milk. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, it is. That's like the whole thing with- In front of the mic. That's why the whole thing yeah, of like yeah. low fat. Sorry, man. I didn't eat any lunch It's today. all good. This I talked about eating all day. These
0: days confused oh, for am. so long. Man,
1: I, I, it is. I've been, I've been working hard lately, but it's the whole thing about- Do you remember Snackwell? with yeah. the green boxes back in the day. yeah, And it was like, it was, that's the fun thing about, you know, fat free. It doesn't mean it's calorie free. Mm. It doesn't mean you can just go ahead and eat. Like I remember when I was in college, bro, and organic just started to get like super popular, like organic fruit. I mean, it's always been around. That's what natural fruit is. It's organic fruit, quote unquote. But now they can charge a 20% on top of that with this. All right. This is what's so funny. Like girls most well, is the freshman 15 it seems to affect girls more because that's what happens in america people just recognize that shit more than anything guys be gaining weight and it's oh that's cute girls gain weight like oh that's gaining weight <laughs> and, but um girls would be eating nonstop, and i remember this girl saying i don't understand why i'm gaining weight this food's organic and i'll never forget that this was i mean i graduated this is mean girls Kind of, People yes. Like me girl girls. Yes. i just I'll never forget her saying that. And I just remember being, I said this to her, I go, Well, just because it's organic doesn't mean it's zero calories. And she goes, but I thought it was healthier for you. And I go, Well, even if it is, like, if you're eating just beef constantly, you know, like, or even this is organic bread. Well. Yeah, but it's still like empty calories. So you're just eating calories. It's not really doing anything for you. You're just eating. Mm. At least that's how I know. I know nothing about health or nothing about food. I'm going to
0: teach you something. I'm going to teach you and everybody got goddamn listening. When you go to a grocery store, stick to the outside. Don't go to the middle.
1: You know what someone said? The louder the box, the worse it is for you. Well, look, the reason why I say stick
0: to the outside, yeah. you go around the outside perimeters of the grocery store, you got what? Vegetables, meat cheese you know you the dairy all the all the single ingredient stuff which you actually need to cook you got to cook that's the thing about that shit on the outside of the yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah you know you go down the aisles i mean there's some good stuff down there too but chances are that's the processed stuff that's yeah. where they, they've had their fingers in the pie a little mm. bit you know what i mean yeah
1: i just i like when someone said that the louder the box the worse it is for you mm. and i was like damn that shit's real but yeah i try that's why the meat and cheese, I'm on my meat and cheese diet right now.
0: See what's crazy is, is in Canada, when I was up there, I was in Montreal and uh, grocery shopping and I noticed the prices of things were different. Um, The good for you food was cheap. Fresh vegetables, fresh fruits was cheap. The processed stuff was more expensive. So more people ate the good for you food because there was an economic reason to do so. Yeah. Right? And the the- Process stuff that was bad for you, that was fast and easy and all that stuff, it was more expensive because it was a privilege to have stuff that's fast and easy. You pay for that. Hmm. You pay for it not only financially, but physically. It's not as good for you, right? So the country, they see it as a burden on society because they have free health care. Right. So So they want you to to eat eat healthy. Right. So this is, this is an economic, Hmm. this is an economic thing here in this country. We're asked backwards. Yeah. Right. It's a processed stuff. That's cheaper. Right. Fast food, all that kind of stuff. But the damage that it does to our bodies, you know, there's a fifth, 14 year difference in life expectancy between the, the 1% at the top and the 1% at the bottom, 14 years. And I bet, a, I bet the majority of that goes back to food.
1: Yeah. Food and access to doctors, access to, you know, just having time to exercise, you know, you're privileged with that. The fact that if you have, if your life is comfortable, you have time to do more things. To where if you're struggling, it's quick, quick, quick. I gotta survive, man. Mm. And that's what it is. Um, you know, another one of those food scarcities that's not necessarily scarcity. I always think about this one how a 40 is cheaper than a bottle of water. Hell yeah. I always that always blows my mind. Like you can buy or like a tall can for $1.69 and a bottle of water is $3.50.
0: It's a war on the poor, baby. Yeah. War it's crazy, on the poor. So them, elimination. Yeah. Elimination.
1: Mm. Thank
0: you, Food and Drug Administration, yeah. for all your
1: effort. America.
0: <laughs> I say food is a fundamental human right. Yeah. I, I would. I, Oh, I thought you were gonna argue with me about that. See, I, I got. Sometimes I feel like you don't have as much sympathy sometimes because you oh, do I, think along the lines of everybody's got to pull themselves oh, up I by the bootstraps. Yeah, that kind of. Shit. I
1: definitely. I think there's a difference between being equals and having equality, though. Yes, that's the difference. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't think that everyone is equal. Right. That's absolutely true. I think we're you're born. With a lot of things, like you know, but that's I mean, you came from
0: that Yakima, right? Yeah, Uh, yeah, Yakima, Yakima,
1: Yakima. Yeah, there's
0: a lot of poverty. Hell yeah! And you made it out. Started from the bottom. We talked about those. We talked about those roots. Your mom, hundred percent. But see, there's another thing that you have that some people might not have. Mm. I've noticed, and I'm I'm gonna let you in on a little secret in case you didn't know. it, But you've got some intellect. You know what I mean? You got some intellect. This dumb and, motherfucker and over the, here. The playing field ain't always even for everybody. There's some forests out there. There's some gumps, <laughs> yeah. you, know? They, you know, and, and their opportunities aren't quite the same as yours because they can't navigate as well as you. Right. So there's a lot of things that affect our, our ability to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps.
1: Abs- absolutely. Yeah. I and mean, I, I, I've recognized that at a pretty young age. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, my mom was always very conscious of telling me these things and it was never, I'm special. Like, you know, she was, my mom was never a, you're a special person. You're a special kid. You know, she would always say, you have special abilities. Use them. And she recognized it pretty young too, but you're right. Um, but I want to, whatever. Thank you, mama. Always love you. Yeah. And, and, um, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but the whole thing about, equality and equal. Okay. Now that's the difference where I saw this picture once about equality and being equal. And what it was, was it was three, three children or three people with heights and it said equal. So all three kids had a box, right? They're all the same. So one, you know, and there's a fence. So one kid obviously couldn't see, one kid could barely see and one kid could see easily. And then there was another one that said equality. The taller kid had a small box. You know, the middle kid still had his middle box so he could see, and the smallest kid had a high box so he could see. So that everyone was at the same level. and that but they was, had
0: different needs. Brilliant.
1: Exactly. And I thought it was so smart. And that is, because I know I do sound like I have no sympathy. I think it's maybe because of this, and it's just me really pushing my point on this. Because I'm, I mean, lack of a better terms, a giver. I mean, you know, mm. I just know what I'm saying. I do what I need to do. no. Yeah, no I, I don't, don't you sweet talk me? I ain't believing this shit. You know what say, you know your Daddy? All right, yeah. You're you're an apex predator, man. Come no, on now. Well, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Predator over there. Yeah, but, well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> be careful, hey, be careful, be careful, be careful, well, be careful. You know, um, you're an intellectual <laughs> predator, goddamn it. That's true. That's I will, it. I will That's gladly, it. I will That's gladly it. say that. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that I lick up that knowledge. Father beans. That's right. I'll go. I'll go back to front, front to back on that shit. Oh, that was nasty. Damn, What are we talking about? What are we talking about that right That motherfucker's now? like Hamblet. Are y'all better watch out now? <laughs> Candy. Yeah. But but yeah, man. I just um. That's the one thing I think a lot of people are missing, is that the the difference of because they sound like the same word, but they're not. You know, and that's why that's why it's so weird when people you know, everyone's equal. Well, that's not good. Mm. You know, we want equality to where there's some things that are more or less, and we need to, you know, that's one of the things I like actually about Buddhism is one of the things they say in it is some people need a little more love than others. And that's okay. You know, the same thing in society. That's how I look at things too, is some people do need a little more love and that's okay. Because you talk about that unique ability that I have, I yeah, I make some dumbass mistakes though. Um, I'm human. I've never taken like welfare or food stamps because I've always said, no, I have the ability to go out and get what I need to get. It's not fair for me to steal from people that need it. And my mom was very proud, like a very proud Latin woman in that regard. Like she never did that because she was always saying, like, no, I I can go out and work for us, so I'm going to we had some people that helped us along the way. You know, like I talked about my best friend, his father. I mean, I went over there and ate dinner often, you know, took leftovers home and stuff like that because they were also doing all right. But the one thing that's unique about Yakima that I realized too, and why racism, I'm bringing up something completely different, racism and, and not having a lot wasn't, I didn't notice it until I was older is because everyone around me was the same. You know, they were, everyone was, so it's like a true essence of a community, that everyone was helping each other out. And like, I, it was, I, I look back on it and I just, it's kind of crazy to think that I didn't know that I didn't have a lot until I was playing premier soccer Mm. and started traveling with teams and stuff. And I was like, dude, Oh wow. What, huh? Like I going out to dinner and stuff. I didn't realize like that was normal for some people because I always had like family dinners, you know, with everybody in my family yeah, and that was like the best time in the world to me. So I didn't even know, you know, my grandma making me my own costume growing up, like sewing it together, like my Ninja Turtle costume.
0: Oh, was Ninja Turtle which one she, were you?
1: Me, oh Michelangelo. Bro. Oh, I was, of course I was Wildin, bro. Um, but it was those little things. Like I thought it was dope that I had a unique costume. Like you know, it wasn't. It never was in my head that oh you had I had this unique costume because we didn't have a lot for me to go out and get the right costume, but it was cheaper for a roll of fabric. You know, I just never thought of my grandma making me pants. Like I thought it was cool because I had custom pants. Yeah, <laughs> but I never, I never knew until you know we'd go out shopping. I'd see my friends just buying stuff.
0: You appreciated shit.
1: Hell yeah, and that's why I appreciate my life now. Because I mean, as much as I, I don't, I don't go out and just frivolously spend. You know, I still am very conscious about what I have to do. Even when I go shopping and stuff, like occasionally I'll buy myself a nice steak or something, but I'm still just eating chicken and rice still to this day. It's like what I've been eating my whole life. And it's just a way because I, I look at like money as for me is, I worked my ass off for that shit. So why am I just going to throw it away? And I didn't learn that until later on in life. Like, I mean, five years ago, because I, for how much I've made in my life, I had zero to show for it. And I told myself like, never again. Like I'm going to make sure always to have enough for a rainy day Mm. because you never know when things are going to go bad. I had too many times in my life where things went bad and I had to go call my mom and luckily I had her, you know, and she did well for herself and very good with her money. My brother's extremely good with his money, but I always wanted to be flashy dog, you know? And that was just, but then I realized like for who? That Casio, says the same time as the Rolex.
0: Yeah. You said that. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. It's a good one right now. That shit's real. But sorry, man. I was going off topic again like always. It's all good, Every time I talk about my family, I get so passionate.
0: He gets excited. He gets family excited. Yeah, baby. So I'm going to throw out a couple more things here. 53 million Americans sought out food programs last year.
1: So that's what, like 20- 53 million. Are we at 325 million? Are we 400 million yet? No, we we got 325 million. Damn.
0: Yeah, that's this, that's significant. Crazy. That's that, crazy. Like, what is that like? Significant. What is that
1: like? 36 percent.
0: I don't do percentages. Oh, okay. You're the math, motherfucker. I'm right. I'm the word, motherfucker. I might be right in there. I don't know. A hundred percent of con- uh, counties. A hundred percent of counties in the U.S. have food insecurity. Hundred percent. One. Really. It, yes. One in eight Americans rely on food banks. One in eight. Huh.
1: A hundred percent.
0: Yeah. 100% of counties in the US, because there's always a poor fucking section. I don't care if <laughs> it's 50 people in the, count,
1: in the county, there's uh, going to be a poor section in that town. <laughs> for some reason, I thought like the Hamptons wouldn't be one of them. No, we got, we like got that would, I thought it'd be like a 90, 99%. We got that's crazy. Got poverty
0: 100. everywhere. Yeah, we got, absolutely. We got oh, poverty sure. everywhere.
1: Just like you know? we got wealth everywhere. Yeah. You know, someone's, uh, there's always the rich guy in the town.
0: Oh, and dude, and there's
1: some motherfuckers that are house poor, aren't there? hmm
0: There are some people out there with a the big house and a big car.
1: Oh, and- bro. What is it? Um, quote a tank of gas in my E-Class bins. <laughs> it's like the big timers, bro. When I heard that line, I laughed because I remember one time when I first came to Bellevue, this guy put $10 in his his $70,000 Mercedes. Mm. And I was just like, oh, bro. For who? But then I say now, fuck, I want a Benz, so you know like I can get it. I'll probably be putting maybe 15, but who knows? But he had the
0: credit to get that motherfucker. That's, to true. He That's true. He had the credit. He had the credit. Maybe. Keep, keep his ass working. Yeah. We need that motherfucker to work. That's why I'm Yeah,
1: get back to it.
0: <laughs> but 41% of Americans, you mentioned obesity. 41% of Americans are living with obesity. What is obesity? How does, what what does that mean?
1: Well, that's the, the BMI, body yeah, mass index. Yeah. It has to do with your height and weight. Right. Okay. Well, this is the one that I don't, like I'm considered obese on that scale. Uh-huh. And that's kind of funny because I am not, you know. Well,
0: if you're, if you're 20 pounds over your ideal weight, then you're considered obese.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And I
0: wouldn't consider you to be obese.
1: But I mean, according to that, yeah. I am.
0: Yeah. Which is insane. Are you twenty pounds over what your ideal weight is? I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, I was. I mean, you got yeah. homework. Find out what your ideal weight is for your height,
1: right? And and, and all that I'm pr- shit. I'm pretty sure at one time. And we're gonna find out I didn't, know, out it was, this I didn't shit. know it was twenty I to dig pounds. In. But um, I don't
0: think that anybody ever said you're obese. Oh, absolutely not. They I, might say you got a fat ass oh, wallet. <laughs>
1: nah, man. I got I got some booty. And some thighs, I remember someone, <laughs> I was playing softball once and this kid goes, oh boy, you got those thick thighs. <laughs> <laughs> and his, the greatest part his name was, his name was Ignacio and everyone called him Nacho and he was just a funny ass motherfucker, man. He'd always say, ooh, what's up, baby? And like, mm. didn't matter. Like anytime he saw his voice, oh, what's up, baby? And I just, I'll just, i never forget that kid. He was dope. But I do got a fat ass. That's true. So
0: your life of poverty it can basically mean a, a, a life of constant stress. Constant stress. Um, the poor, basically, a lot of times have little control over the jobs that they work, the yeah. hours that they work, all that stuff. Yeah. And if you're, or your schedules, wages, all that stuff, let's say you're going from job to job, maybe you got two or three jobs, two or three part time jobs, because nobody wants to give you a full time job because they don't want you to get the benefits. Yep. Preach. Right. So let's say you got three jobs. You bounce from this job to that job, to this job, to that job, back to the house. You know, you're a single parent. Well, you're going to eat a lot of goddamn fast food. You have to. You don't got time. Have to. Have to. Have to. Yeah. It was. um, And if if you don't think that that shit affects us, all that fast food, even if you don't eat it, if you're like me, that I don't, if, if I'm eating fast food, something bad happened. Now I will say in the last three weeks, I've had more fast food than I have had in the last five years. Why is that? Because the job that I work at, we're right across the street from Wendy's. So it's easy. Oh, but bro, Wendy's smacks. And and a lot of dudes <laughs> from my job that I work with have been going there. And I, I got into the habit. And once I get into a habit, dude, it's, it's I start thinking about it.
1: Oh, them fries. What bro, gonna, those fries, they they get the get new, fries? The new Wendy's fries? Gonna, my little ne- salty fries. Yeah, my little nephew's obsessed with Ooh. the French fries there. And then in turn, it makes me obsessed with the French fries there. Bro, Wendy's is underrated if you- I'm telling you, Wendy's, I don't, I'm not a big fast food connoisseur either. Yeah. We got a palate of a 12 year old girl though. That's so, true. I, I mean, still fuck with Totino's pizza rolls. That's, that's, that's right. That's right. Baby, I remember that let's shit. Let's go. That's true. I, that's true. <laughs> I got nothing to say. That's true.
0: But I, I really, I've really avoided fast food and yeah. you know, there's a lot of reasons for that and it might not just be my health. So back in, I want to say that you brought this up, the, the riots that went on in Seattle, I want to say in 96 or whatever the fuck yeah, year yeah, that yeah, was.
1: Uh, yeah. The W uh, the world trade centers.
0: Yeah, yeah. One of the things that people were protesting at that time um, tied into what uh, the pre- baby Bush talked about in his um, debates with with uh, fuckface. I don't even remember who w- it was.
1: Was it? Wait, it I want to say it was Gore. I want to say the it was first, Gore. Was it Gore? It was the first. Ba- it was baby.
0: F- you say baby Bush. Baby Bush was Gore. Yeah. It was the first. It was the first debates. Right. So this is what Bush said. He said, you know, there's third world countries that owe us quite a bit of debt and we could be very forgiving of that debt in trade for things like valuable land. Well, one of the things they were protesting at that time was um, the fact that we did this. We traded some of the third world debt to a country in South America for some of their valuable land. It actually was rainforest land. Mm-hmm. And after we got it, what we did was burnt it to the fucking ground, and we sold that land to the fast food industry to make a buck. Burnt it to the ground, burnt the rainforest, the other lung of the earth, right? We burnt it to the ground to make room for cattle, right? To make room for cattle for the fast food industry so that we could eat dollar whoppers. I mean, it's crazy. And it's not just the lungs of the earth that went away that day, but you know how much water goes into a pound of beef?
1: I don't, but I'm guessing it is.
0: Not just beef, To grow the
1: cow, yeah. Do, do, <laughs> do, 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 is this gallons? Gallons. Okay, um, for one cow. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, for one
0: pound of beef, how much water
1: do you think? 1,200 gallons. No, no, 2, no, 2,400, no, 2,000,
0: 24,000 gallons. Whoa, that
1: motherfucker got it, dude. You did it? I got so excited about it, peed myself. He got it, 24,000
0: gallons on, we're going to the, we're leaving, Yeah, we're going to the
1: casino. Fuck y'all. I just <laughs> did so much in my, dude, that was awesome. Papa <laughs> need bacon Let's with go. his eggs.
0: That was awesome. No, but for real though, that's a lot of goddamn water. Really? Right. And to what? To make all these fucking fast food patties. Right. So, I, you know, I, I know that all this stuff connects one thing to another food environment, all that stuff, but it's out of sight, out of mind. That's why we moved that shit down to South America to fucking burn down their rainforest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when they come here and fucking complain about it, we're like, what the fuck's y'all problem? Yeah, you need to shut
1: up. Yeah, hey, here's a here's a voucher for some waffers. That's yeah. what they say. I thought that was funny. It made me laugh. I usually don't make myself laugh.
0: Ooh. But stuff like that is sick. Not like you, it's funny. Sorry. You hear it in the debate. It yeah. sounds great, right? Baby Bush saying, "Yeah, we can exchange some third world debt." For some valuable land and, and retain some, yeah, we can, we
1: can retain some there, of that. That's like, that's that economic hitman shit. Yeah. It, it's, that's it's, what they it's do. the half truth. Mm-hmm. They, have you, they, um, there's another one, I believe it's Columbia. There's a city called Shell, Columbia from the Shell station, you know, mm. Shell. And what they did is the same thing is they, they negotiated a settlement for each person. And it worked out to be quite a bit of money for those people in there. But what they did is they also took them out of their homes and they built a pipeline. Mm. You know, so it's just the whole thing of just building benef- things that benefit your homeland, you know, or your country that you reside, I guess I should say. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's a, I mean, the world stage is a dirty, dirty place, man. Tell hey, you what we
0: can do though is, I eat at a lot of places that are mom and pop places. Yes. You've been with me. Yes, you do. I will. Yes. yes,
1: you absolutely. Every every time I've gone to a restaurant with you, mom and pop, it's always mom and pop place with less than. Except that one night at the steakhouse, but that was just uh, without, random. Random. Yeah, that was random. But, but I look every, for that shit. But every other time I've been with you, I mean, it's we're one of eight people <laughs> in the restaurant, and it's always been fucking phenomenal food oh yeah and i know the
0: people that work in the places that i go to Mm -hmm. right like so they hey
1: sean oh yeah
0: yeah, man (laughs) curious sorry (laughs) love it but you know and and i i want to not just support the restaurant but i want to support the people that work there and i tip well or i try to tip i think i tip well no
1: you we oh you absolutely do that's the one thing oh can i tell you a story real quick hell yeah okay this has to do with tipping i've been waiting 30 years, 32 years to say this. Okay. Oh shit. Okay. So I, uh, I went, my brother had his birthday this week and we just went to, um, shout out to Buffalo Wild Wings. That's where we went. And, uh, so we got everything, you know, blah, 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 blah. The bill paid, you know, I paid for everything. I wrote a tip. My mom goes, that's an expensive tip. And I've been waiting to say this. Do you pay for my bills? Because every time <laughs> I would say like, oh, you know, she'd always, I was like, why are you buying that? She goes, do you pay my bills? And I finally got to say it to my mom, and she just goes, "You're stupid." <laughs> <laughs> she had to come back for uh, you, but it, but I was like, I fi- like it was just funny. I was like, "Do you pay my bills?" And then she mm. goes, "You're stupid." I'll, ne- I'll just—it's a moment I'll never forget, man. It was awesome. Yeah, today's my goddamn
0: birthday, what? man. Yeah,
1: yeah. I thought
0: Valentine's Day, brother.
1: I'm 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 all about that love. Yeah, you are. I am, dude. That's crazy. I why, am why all I- about that love. Have you told me that? I don't know. Dude. I don't think you have because I, I would have remembered that. I don't
0: I don't need nothing. So that's the thing about mm. that. I like to recognize it because
1: it's kind of like the full moon for yeah. me. It's yeah, a time yeah, yeah. to reflect
0: on stuff. and yeah, I can ref- ne-
1: Man, I would have brought you something. I don't need nothing. I know I, you wouldn't, I, but there's some things I wanted to get you. I just didn't know when to get them. You know what I want? That's a lie completely. You know what I want? I
0: want? I want to reach more people. That's what Look I want. Look at the mass. Look at
1: him. Look at him go. I do. I want
0: to. I want to reach more people. So in this state, uh, we've lost seventy percent of our farms here in Washington State since the seventies. We've lost since the seventies. We've lost seventy percent of our farms. What
1: what happened to them?
0: Gone away, not to come back because
1: building houses. Like what? What? I mean,
0: because other places are taking the work. I guess I'm not sure to hmm. be honest with you. Because I was, I mean, I, I I got interested in farms this year, and I started to look up a bunch of shit, and that was one of the statistics I found. Is, and the other statistic I found is over 75 percent of the farmers that exist in Washington State today are 58 year olds or older, right? 58 years old or older, nearing retirement, and nobody is coming up behind them to
1: fill the shoes and learn that stuff. Hmm. Cause I always, I don't know why I always equated everything for so much. I thought that's what we did as farming, especially from the East, Eastern side of the mountains in Washington state. Um, you know, I, I, I think I heard one time that like 70%, 75% of anheuser Bush's hops come from a place called Moxie. And then I thought that we were the number one Apple producer in the world. Mm. Like I, I, that's what I thought. I mean, that's what I, at least, cause I remember we had competitions when we were kids. They used to have these d- boxes that were designed special ways and kids could draw them. And then whoever won, they would have their box made from the Apple companies. It was like a big deal in Yakima growing up. Mm. Um, but yeah, for some reason, I thought that we were just like a massive producer of agriculture here. I did not, I would never have, if you would have told me how much I wouldn't have got that one right. Cause I would have said, I don't know, maybe 15%. Seventy percent. That's wild.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, back when uh, Farm Aid was going on, do you remember Farm Aid? Mm-hmm. Were you too young? No, okay, no, no. Okay. I,
1: I remember it. Not like well, but I remember See, that my again, a recent
0: ex-wife. Mm. Uh, she came from a farming home. They they had a working farm, not like a gentleman's farm. They did it for a living, and up in Canada, the same stuff was going on that was going on here in America. They were given all these crazy ass loans. To all these farmers, right? And so what did they what did the farmers do a lot of times? They bought some stuff and some things and da 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 da. Her dad bought a boat. That was one of the things that <laughs> motherfucker bought. He <laughs> wanted to go fishing. But um, I like that. They gave him all this money and then a few years later, the interests. Ooh. So it's like it's like putting the chips in and then taking their shit right? So they took the farms back then, dude. That's, right? That's housing a, market crash, give me housing it. market crash. Give they me. had all the chips in and they took that shit back after the, after the housing market crash. Before that, the most common household was a family, was a wife, father, kids. Two kids. Now it's since then multi-generational family households is the most popular. So we as Americans have been getting less and less and less working just as hard. Right? Now with, with the coronavirus, so many small businesses disappeared. This is why I try to eat out at small businesses. And I support those small businesses. right? And it's
1: still happening.
0: And I look for businesses like that Crystal Creek Cafe mm. where they get some fresh stuff that I believe is coming from the farms and things like that. And they tip out their cooks that's a I was percentage gonna say. That's of what, what they're- That's
1: what I was about. All Were the you
0: Mexicans told... in the back, I... give them tips, let them know they loved-
1: yeah, you know what man? I mean? And that food is so good. Oh yeah, bro, that turkey dinner. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, You gotta get there before eight, or that shit's gone. Oh yeah,
0: dude. You know, <laughs> even, even if they're even if they're a little bit behind, because maybe they don't have enough people there at that time, because there's they get overwhelmed. Sit down, shut the fuck up, and order pie. That's all I got to say. Oh
1: well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You the pumpkin, right? <laughs> that you're there. No, I ain't oh, the no, pumpkin. No. What, what did you have last time?
0: I think I had the strawberry, strawberry. rhubarb yeah, with yeah, a little bit then, of ice cream. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm. But no,
1: that place is, that's another place you know is a good restaurant because no one's ever complaining. Mm. That's the one thing I also noticed.
0: Well, I complain there all the time. I oh, tell yeah, Nikki, you, I say, Nikki, I don't have the pies I want because mm. you guys run out of them motherfuckers yeah, by yeah, Thursday. Yeah. They get them on Friday. Yeah. And I go in there in a lot of time on Thursday and they ain't got my pie. I'm mm. mad as
1: a motherfucker. Damn, man. You have a rough life. I do have a rough life. Mm-hmm.
0: I can't have the kind of pie I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's, uh, let's get away from the statistics. I fucking hate that shit anyway. I love it. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. God damn it. But there's something else about food that I think that, that goes, that goes missed sometimes. There's a spiritual side of food. Yeah. Right. Like I like something when I make food, I like stuff to look good, Mm -hmm. right? It's pleasing to the eye. It's pleasing to the smell, colorful, Mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. And I'm, I'm big with balance. I believe so much of life is about balance. Like when you talk about cutting out carbs, I think that's insane when you cut out carbs because carbs is our fuel, you know, but eat them in the morning, right? Burn that motherfucking shit off throughout the day because that's balance, right? We need that balanced diet. Um, But I think that there's also like part of our spirit, and this is going to sound maybe a little bit crazy. I read this book by this guy named White Eagle. I think he was Native American. He he talked about what Mm. we digest when we digest the foods that we have. And this is the truth. They have to actually sneakily kill the cows, right? Because if they don't, if they let them get afraid- the hormones and everything yeah. in the body make the meat taste bad. Yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. Right. So White Eagle said that when, when we're killing animals that are not inside of the, the natural habitat and in nature, um, a lot of times that meat is uh, is is poisoned with things like fear. You know, we're digesting this stuff. And I kind of tend to believe a little bit of that stuff. You know, I think that, I think in the last 150 years, we've gone from eating stuff that came from farms and the rivers and all that stuff and eating stuff that we grew to a lot of people eat every meal, everything they have processed. You know, you're opening up a bag of something.
1: Just not even just that, even it's just like like hormone, like hormone filled. Is that what I'm trying to say? Hormone filled? Yeah. Like the size of a chicken breast? Oh, yeah. Like, bro, my grandma had real chickens growing up. I ain't never seen no chicken breast that big. <laughs> you know? I yeah. mean,
0: And our people, our people are getting a little chicken blowed up, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Them, I mean, mm. yeah, bro. I Ooh. like that fat ass, though. I mean, back in the 90s, I started <laughs> to notice that. I just, is the boobs are getting bigger. Is the ass is Dude, getting bigger. 100%. It, and then You're now, right. it, it's now we're in gargantuan type. I can't imagine another 20 years.
1: Bro, I I remember that's that whole. It's even a cliche or not, but just saying like white girls don't have booty. Mm. Bro, I ain't the case no more. Yeah. I promise you that. And this is not about body shaming. Thing, oh no no no! Right? I'm praising you. Yeah yeah yeah
0: Because yeah. yeah. mm, I, mm, I get sprung. Yeah. I get sprung. Uh, dude, what I, that motherfucker said? I saying, um, get sprung.
1: Yeah. Who was that? Sprung. No. Oh, they're talking about T-Pain? The, the, the baby got back. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God, Becky. Look at her, her butt. butt. It is so big. She looked like it a prostitute. Yeah, no, she is. She looked like one of those rap guys' girlfriends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to her mix a lot. Put her in the box. Let's mm. her get her over here. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. Yeah, bro, I'm a guy. I can't help it. You look good, I'm going to look. My bad.
0: Yeah, I'm on, I'm, on the, I'm on the verge of being sexist. I, I think I kind of skate mm. the line sometimes. You backflipped off the edge. Backflipped off the edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm right into the sexist pool right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My bad. I'm supposed to be talking about food. But <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> sometimes my bad. My I just boy. get hungry. Your boy
1: hungry, he thirsty, I'm at all. But, but there is a spiritual side of it. Now,
0: this yeah. is going to sound goofy to a lot of people. I've, I've done a lot of stuff with food, right? So, you know, when I was a young kid, I went through some severe hunger stuff. Yeah. I went from, from feast to famine all the time because my family had money, but in my mother's house, we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right?
0: But um, food was an issue for me when I was a kid because I never knew. Never knew what I was going to eat sometimes. Um, and I did things sometimes that I regretted to get food, right? So as an adult growing up, uh, my first job, 16, I got a job at a fine dining restaurant, right? And learned to cook when I worked okay. there, right? They were a fine dining Italian restaurant, steak, seafood, mm. lobster tails, all that. But they made everything from scratch. They Dude. made bread, pizza dough, Dope. sauces, Dope. you know, everything, everything. And I learned to cook. Right. And um, so in my 20s, I worked in a lot of restaurants and a lot of them were like the upper echelon of stuff. Right. I worked for some good chefs and stuff like that. My last chef I worked for, his next job, he was the head chef for the Tampa Bay Bucks, 1500 motherfuckers underneath him. You know what I mean? So I worked Dope. for some dude. Yeah. The only reason why I worked for him, not because I went to no chef in school, I was selling really good mushrooms at the time. Oh,
1: I believe, bro. <laughs> And everyone everyone nah, Well, I, I shouldn't that. say that
0: hypothetically. Yeah, <laughs> can we edit that out, Rob? Yeah. Um no, well, that's I guess okay. that's I guess that was thirty years ago. Yeah, I was like, the bro, was. statue
1: limitations is <laughs> done. You're fine. You're fine. Anyways, you fine. You fine. Anyway, you did was, your time. That was you why he hired time. me. Because yeah.
0: everybody else had graduated from like Johns Hopkins, mm-hmm. you know, University and all this and that. And where'd you graduate, Sean? I got these. Yeah. Come on in. Yeah.
1: Perfect. <laughs> so that's, that's the number one sous chef right there. But when I when I cooked.
0: I, I really developed this belief. I believe that everything we do in this life is for the table, right? That everything we do is, is to sustain this life. Yeah. Right? And the other part of the belief is, is when I make food for somebody, it's one of the few things I can do that's a form of unconditional love. When I make food for you, like if I made food for you, um, not only would I give strength to your body and it came from the work that I did. Right, but I try to make it look good, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I do like to cook for people. I don't think I've ever cooked for you. Nah,
1: I'm gonna have to nah, do that well, shit. Yeah, I uh, I am a person too that also is about cooking. One, I feel like it's th- very therapeutic, like very therapeutic. Excuse me, therapeutic. Yeah, but it's very therapeutic. We're word,
0: we're word, not savvy today. Yeah, bro. We're I don't. Both know, of us. So bro, I got some family stuff going yeah. on, and my ass is crazy my, right now. Got, and he's busy financially. So
1: yeah, I got yeah. work, and I'm just I, I talk all day for my job. Like just talking to people, putting deals together. And there's times where I get here and I'm just exhausted. But I, but like the same thing is when we were talking about meals and this. So it's like, even when I do this, it's like what I can give to you. Cause you're my boy. Mm. It's like, my job is to be here. Try to be as present as I can try to do those things. It's cause like we were talking about, I remember one time you kept saying, you know, I thank you. I thank you. And I was like, you know what? I do this cause I want to, I do this for you because I care about you. And I see visions of what you're trying to do. And I respect that same way as, you know, you respect someone's time. So if you're going to give them a meal, you want them to enjoy it. Fuck. Yeah. You know, the same thing is like, I hope that I'm giving you something that you can enjoy here, you know? So it's not just me coming half ass and just being like, yeah, that's cool. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I kind of feel that way. Like that's just not.
0: Just, but, but I think today, dude, I'm, I'm frazzled. I ain't gonna lie to you. I've had some things happen in the last week or so, especially today. Some shit happened in the day, and I feel like I'm um, not dumbed down, but dumbed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to work to get to dumb right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, my,
1: I, I am a little fuzzy too. Mm. Yeah, my brain is. Like 15 different places right now. I got a big, big day <laughs> tomorrow, big work day for myself. So it's, it's exhilarating, but this, but this
0: topic, dude, is such a big one. Like I almost want to do two episodes on food. That's how much I care about this shit because it's kind of like labor. Um, labor affects every aspect of our lives. Food does too. Food does too.
1: Well, every aspect. It's the, I mean, like you're talking about, it's the energy, the nourishment you need to be able to perform at a level that's suitable for Your life, you know, it is. So it is like they, that classic notion, you are what you eat. Like you are what you eat. That's just real. You know, I mean, it really is. If you're like, if you're just eating to get by, you're probably just getting by. Hmm. You know, if you're eating to put on weight, I mean, that you're doing it not, not like, I mean, like for a bulking thing or something like that, you're doing it for a reason, you know? So it is, I mean, it is. And that 14 years is a real. Like another number that I didn't know today.
0: Yeah, that's that's a big difference. Fourteen yeah, that's years. That's a lot, man.
1: Fourteen years. I mean, that's that's going into your freshman year of high school mm-hmm. from a baby.
0: They want to keep us working until we're dead.
1: Yeah. Bro, you I, I just thought about so I'm always I thought about this book I read. I totally forgot about it until now. It was an it was a dystopian book. But what they did is they gave the old people exoskeletons so they could work. So it was like terrifying to get old. Mm. It's like no one wanted to get sixty five or no, I think it was seventy five in the book because they actually kept you healthy and like as well. But then they kept you like so there was all these workers and having to do with the baby boom era, and it was mm. crazy because everyone had an exoskeleton, so no one wanted to get old because then they knew that that was the end of their life and they had to just work. Uh. <laughs> Bro, I don't know why I just thought about that. Yeah, I,
0: I can't. I don't think I could do my job too much longer. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. But, but I I don't want to. Yeah. It, it's hard, dude. It's hard, 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 hard. Bro, like
1: I say, the physical labor, Yeah, people who do anything that, like picking like agricultural workers, people who build construction, people who do anything that, that's the backbone of society, man. And they don't get enough respect. Like I, I mean, I I push a pencil all day while you're swinging a hammer. Like that's normal, man. I What I do is just, I ain't doing anything but helping myself. Well, no, that's a lie. It helps other people too. But
0: the average lifespan for a uh, glazer, glass worker, what I do, right? That, that does the kind of work I do after retirement. You want to? Oh, you're gonna guess? You want to guess?
1: No, I just thought about something from my work. I ah. wonder why a company had their name Glazer and more. I didn't even know. I thought that was a the family name. And I've been talking to you for I've known you for I didn't even put that together. Oh right nobody now. knows what the fuck a glazer I, is. I just dude. realized that it's called gla I, they, I thought they, that was a family name. Do you name. do something
0: with donuts? Yeah. No, I actually um, work in porn. Say, I'm the glazer. A glazer. <laughs> dude, nasty. Um, say what you said again. Sticky. The average
1: the say it one more time. I'm gonna you, guess you know this. how
0: long a glazer lives after retirement on average? Uh twelve years. Ah, that's a good fucking guess. Fucking wrong. yeah. But it's it's 18 months. What?
1: Mm. So that was really loud.
0: Sorry about that. Yeah, it's shocking, isn't it? What? Yes.
1: 18 months?
0: Average. That's the average amount of retirement checks that a glazer from unions in this country collects. 18 months. Average. Average. Now, some die- I, Before retirement. I got you.
1: It's just like the old age of like 34 was like the, and, like, and like, I got you, I got you. So the still. thing is, is it,
0: uh, this is something that happens around a lot of construction workers, right? Let's say we're self-medicating. Mm. Let's say we're going home at night and we're cracking one open. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just to relax. Yeah. Just to unwind. All of a sudden you stop working, you stop doing anything physical and you're just cracking them open. You know what I mean? That might have something to do with it. Um, a lot of dudes in construction don't eat right. You know, we eat like the Wendy's is right across the street. Yeah, yeah. Let's run over that motherfucker. But you know, I I make an effort. I put in effort to eat right. You know what I mean? It's been on my radar for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I see the way a lot of guys eat. It ain't necessarily <laughs> healthy. You know what I mean? You get that weight on you, dude. It's hard to get it off, and there's just pressure on the
1: body. It's just weight. Fresh. Yeah, it's like weight on your, your. I mean, even you're like 45 pounds overweight. Just carry a 45 pound dumbbell for an hour. Mm. It's just hard. It is hard. You know? Yeah. You're, you're right though. Um, like I told you, one of my really good friends is a construction, he's a construction worker as well. And he's 30, 30. And he's already talking about how bad his back is. Yeah. And he's like, dude, my back is fucked. And he's doing everything, treatment, all these things. And he's just like, it's not getting better. It's like, I think I need to go, may, might have to get surgery. It's just to do his job. See, you know?
0: and I've, I've been lucky because I'm, I'm, I'm 53 and I can outwork some young dudes. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that goes back to me paying attention to the way I eat. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of it. And I got fat for a while there. You know what I mean? Like I had, I had gained, I had gained weight in coronavirus times. I was all the way up to one or two, not one, 240, 245, really? something like, that. yeah. Huh. Yeah. And, um. Now I'm what, 185, I think, something like that. So it's a significant well, fucking, good. A significant difference, right? But, um, you know, for, for the most of the time that I've worked in construction, not all the time that I worked in construction, I started paying attention to shit before I started doing construction. I have paid attention to the way I ate. Mm-hmm. When my daughter was being born, my first wife, uh, she took a class while she was pregnant. In college, uh, in the class was a nutrition class. And that was where I got my interest stirred. Mm. So it was actually 22 years ago, apparently. Um, but that was where I got really interested in food. Like some of the stuff that, that I learned from her book, I was amazed at. Right, like chicken chicken nuggets. Right, like the only reason why they could legally call it chicken is because they grind up some chicken and chicken put it in the breading. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There ain't no fucking chicken in there. It's you, that pink slime. That's it's like a bottom <laughs> fish or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much devious shit that happens with our food, and and you know what? The people that are supposed to protect us don't. don't FDA, baby, we care about you. Don't. It's the war on the poor. Keep them dying. Keep them dying. Mm. Keep them dying. It's like putting bullets in their fucking heads. Yeah. Bam. You know, I'm probably going to get killed for saying this shit.
1: <laughs> nah, nah. I say not yet. I, I think about that all the time when I yell at my phone and talk uh, about all these conspiracy theories. I go, I don't got enough money for them to give a fuck about me. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about me. About me. <laughs> they don't care.
0: I, I, I don't know I'm going to have a little bit of birthday dessert tonight. Mm. Mm. What you eating? I don't even know yet. <laughs> I Dude, know I'm gonna have was to get out I, I got some key lime pie down in the fridge, though. Mm. That mother mm. is good. I
1: like I like key
0: lime. And you know, the the marae. one thing that sucks about this podcast, because I really want to talk about the Super Bowl for a minute. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, boy.
1: <laughs> Bro, the game was awesome. We will, real quick. Our, oh. our yearly recap the oh. game was awesome. I still don't know what the fuck a catch is. Everything in slow motion looks. If you negative. asked a
0: third grade child, third grade child, was that a catch? Yeah, that motherfucker everybody was, knows. Your eyes yeah. don't
1: lie. Like maybe all he'd say, "That's a you, catch." He, it was a catch. It was a catch. It was a catch. They had a touchdown. They're, it was. They a catch. took that touchdown took, from the uh, penalty at the end was a hold, but I just thought it wouldn't have been t- to that. And respect to the running back who actually did go out on the one yard line. He went down. Mm. That's a big play because he could have scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl, but he cared about the team winning more. Yes, he did. I gave that big fucking uh, dude, props.
0: I, I, I never even thought about that. Yeah. That's brilliant that you would say that. Yeah, yeah That's the, that's the thing that we're missing these days is thinking about the whole instead the, of the self.
1: Utilitarianism, man. Mm. Smallest amount for the masses. You know. This comes
0: back to the food topic, that's, dude. Yeah,
1: it is. But yeah, Super Bowl was great. I, uh, I, I'm, I know we never really talk about sports because we talk about shit that actually matters but uh i was just barely not having a dog in the fight Mm, Fight. i had a dog yeah you did you your dog ate so uh Mm. but um but man it was fun to watch jalen hurts the real deal yes you know that was fucking great and uh mahomes is on his pace to be legendary on pace, he's there. He's Hall of Fame, but I'm talking legendary. How many seasons has he been a quarterback? Eight, nine, two Super Bowls. That long? I don't. Has he been that long? Well, what's he? He's 20. He came out in 22. He signed. up. Yeah, he's about. He's been like eight years because he was on Rust times, right?
0: Ah, it was look a, it two was years after, after two years after Russ. Russ came in in 2012 and I think he well we, I know because I bought his jersey in October a month and a half after he started throwing that motherfucker yeah, rock
1: and he was the real deal for the Hawks shout out Wilson yeah. not no so man, we'll see what happens with him but but yeah no man I but I mean he's definitely I mean he's one of on pace to, he's a hall of famer I'll say that but he definitely is gonna be in a couple more of these games in his life I believe Three Super Bowls in eight seasons? Two, Fuck. Two, two, two. This is third. Nah, because the 49ers- They lost one. He oh, in, lost in one. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In it, yeah, yeah. He won My one. Bad. Yes. Or won
0: two now <laughs> Yeah. And
1: lost one. So he'll be back. That team is stacked. Mm. And the nice thing about that team is they seem like they are a team that will restructure contracts. And that's the biggest deal. Because you, when you have a generational quarterback, Tom Brady was a good example. You adjust- Yes. You gotta adjust.
0: And be- they did it from jump after the first Super mm-hmm. Bowl, they gave him a ten year contract. Yep. And, and they bit the bullet on it a little bit in the beginning, but but they're gonna win in the end. In
1: the end. And and by the time his contract is what it is, he's gonna be an average paid quarterback. <laughs> Cause the quarterback position is now fifty million a year, where his was what, forty five? Mm. So eventually it's gonna be sixty, sixty five. Like just that's just the way the market's gonna go. But yeah, man, shout out to the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, dude. I've Shout been watching those chief.
0: motherfuckers for 11 years when Alex Smith first got ran out of fucking San Francisco. When he gave his leg almost for the- Yeah, I, I, I followed him over there. I was like, I'm going to watch that motherfucker because he came out of my division, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm our, a Seahawks fan. Our, our, division. Division. our uh, division. Our division. I'm yeah. a Seahawks fan, so I was paying attention to the 49ers. Die, baby. And when they, when they just poo-pooed that motherfucker that had taken him to the dude, NFC the championship. championship the year before, mm-hmm. and it was all him, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, yeah. th- I, I was I thought he got a raw deal. And then Andy Reid going over there the same year, I said, oh, come okay, on, watch these motherfuckers. And I've been watching them for 11 years and I've yeah. been having a good goddamn time. No doubt. Haven't bought a shirt, haven't bought a hat.
1: It's not my team, but,
0: but I respect, like them. I, like I like what it's, they're doing.
1: It's like me watching Barcelona back in the day for football, soccer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, bro, you real recognize real dog. That's some good shit right there. That's right. You know. All right. Well, hey, that we're totally off. Topic, we we are but, off but, topic,
0: uh, out of time. But, Food <laughs> gets us excited, dude. Yeah.
1: Food. Well, that's it. In, in sports, man. You and I like sports, so mm. yeah. But that but it's not as important. My life wasn't gonna change any if anything happened. Well, with the, this with is,
0: a podcast, like if somebody's listening to this in three years, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck are these motherfuckers talking about?"
1: And they'll say, "Google it."
0: Well, Google we just we it. just had a Super Bowl this weekend, and um, we're we're a little excited. Yeah. We we dumbed up for this episode.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs>
0: we here, y'all. <laughs> we here. All, All right, right, now let's let's wind this thing down and say our goodbyes. You got any last parting thoughts on this food topic? Food insecurity.
1: Yeah. Make sure, and drink water. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't prepare nothing bro I freestyle any everything. of his
0: closing <laughs> comments because I think he's thrown that motherfucker out once before
1: oh absolutely but it's real
0: drink water everything we do is for the table mm. everything we do is for the table be good to yourselves
1: mm. and if you haven't in a while tell your mama you love her
0: <laughs> truth power this is Curious G Ace Cannon out to blood sweat life my food's serious. everything we do is for the table can't live with breath. words get blown. i get my grub on like she how her grub does someone know the that they are old i think it's when we want to start fucking old people that's when i knew i had gotten old now doing it for money doesn't count i mean you could be young as shit and want to fuck someone's granddad so you can afford to go to nascar in daytona that isn't what i mean you're officially old when you start eyeing the elderly. Maybe me ma's wearing something tight, like surgical stockings. Mmm, not to get some of them soft-backed cookies. What? Oh no, I love prune cake, especially warm. Now some podcasters have traditional material to ease you into the next bit. I don't. Like prison love, you might not see me coming. I just jump right into the next topic. The topic being people that say, hey, you made my list. Strange thing to say. <sighs> I realize you may not be hip. Let me explain. When people say, Hey man, you made my list, pal. I say, oh, hey, what fucking list? You see, when someone snaps, people have two choices. Suicide or homicide for the extroverts. Take it from me. When some you... Tells you that you made the list. That crazy fuck is making plans. Adding people to the list. It's a kill list. Which is why I personally carry gum. Let me explain. Have you ever worked with a wacko? (laughs) Of course you have. This is America. We have them by the barrel full. An Aaron or a Phil or a Keeps Quiet to Herself Rochelle. Cretins that are just somehow Off. Psychos, keeping a list, and now you're on it. I've never made someone's list. And trust me, I've worked with my fair share of lunatics. When these people snap, if they're going to commit suicide, they think, why not clear up the social clutter? Work my way down the list of people I'll kill first. Then on that pretty stationery that I never had a chance to use, I'd even note blaming the people I cannot find from the list. You know before I jump into that pit at Gatorland covered in peanut butter. On the other hand, if they snap and kill someone, why not just continue down the list of pricks they hate? Make prison worth it. A pragmatic crackpot. That's why I carry gum. Rochelle murmurs something glum and indistinct about her cats. I give her some gum. No one ever kills the gum guy. Not even the homicidal maniac. The disgruntled smoothie shop worker killed everyone, except for Herman. And why? Gum. You see, some nuts, when they snap, they commit suicide. Now, if they don't have a list, well, then really they aren't hurting anyone. Well, sure, maybe that one person they give shit to in the mirror, but nobody else. A murderous, demented kook, however, all they have is the list. And when the straw breaks the camel's back, they pull out the list of people they intend to kill for leaving crumbs in the butter. Me, personally, I don't like to think about the hows or the whys of it. Sure, some people had to die, as pointless as it was. All because no one, and I mean no one, took the time to sit down and look Phil in his one good eye. And say, hey man, how are you? Hey, dipshit, focus. Are you all right?" Now, maybe if these poor victims could have reached out beyond the narcissistic loops of social media to make a genuine human connection. Or if you don't got the time to do that, invest in a small pack of gum. That was the episode of Truth to Power. I am Curious G. That wraps up our conversation on food and hunger. Now we're going to introduce a song called Dao. This song does deal a little bit with Taoism, or Taoism, if that's the way you prefer to say it. And next week, we're going to be actually getting into the topic of anger that ties into this song, strangely enough. Well, have a good week. Truth to Power, out. Anger can be a cloud. Gets thick, breaks, and rap, and loud. touts thoughts, stepping in, bout, knock, out. Just drive in. Lies we live, fears we give, truths we, aw oh shit started with me, then I flipped it to wheeze So quick to judge, rough touch by your hand When all I can do is check truth where I stand Anger can be a cloud, walk around head down Ready to fight with any sound that don't reverberate With me here, within the now Trying to plod that way through a battle of wills Among these sleeping pills I meet Confrontational wars I greet as if and I came to eat drink and laugh Jesus Christ, am I pissed off? Am I supposed to eat Skittles in this movie with the mask? Damn Look at that Anger distracts Clouds Clouds coming down Surround the now Breathe that sound Gathered storm Then words drown Shine on To illuminate The doubt Shine on to illuminate the DAO. Listen up, heavy head furrowed brow. If and you feel like you're in a cloud, can't see a way to breathe right now. Can't speak clear, start choking down. That anger that sits, twisted snake, ready to strike. Like we just need targets to bite. Grip hard, constricted, fight. Don't want to be happy or seen as right. Bite, it's quick. Here's that strike. Right motivates to separate on sight. This side mine, wrong side yarn. Born to cloud and built up storm. That kind of anger that tips off balance, off center, off pivot, and attacks with malice. Ask Alice about that mirrored inverted palace. Trapped like a stranded black castle actress. <laughs> Hero battling back. In world I see smash that altered image machine yeah I'm pissed off I go from purr to scream wonderland seems diseased fuck no he is not at ease I'm as pissed off as a grill with a bag of bees around his nutsack with that primal scream woe is me that's how anger breeds bite these nuts I bust them bees enlighten drive out clouds illuminate shine on doubt shine on doubt Drive out clouds, illuminate, shine on down All anger isn't bad, not us all as that alcoholic abusive buck-up dad Blind rage when pops is mad, he's taking names, skinning ass Fury at times, set shit straight Labor laws, women's rights, that slave trade Yeah, when the end it finally came Forget anger, pave that way Anger can bring needed change Anger hangs round, starts breaking chains Revolution evolves when birthed from pain Anger don't act, poison turns to stain Soak clouds to bring out that rain Some run from a storm to a cage Made from a thousand threads from the beds we made Come on, kid, lose them clouds Storms pass through the now Clouds, come on, ratchet down And become judges of rights and doubt Light rips right through the cloud Shine on to illuminate the doubt Shine on to illuminate the Tao. So is anger begging for get right? Or a storm of cloud red blood that runs through the darkest of night? I seek the light
1: Now.